Dominique Taylor, and welcome to Clubhouse Conversation. They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. Hello and welcome to the place where we catch up with all your favorite current and former Royals players on Clubhouse Conversation. It's Dave O. Make sure you bookmark us. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Make sure you follow us on social media so you can hear all of these chats we do with different Royals players and hear breakdowns of each KC game on Dave O's Dish. Now, today we're joined on this Friday morning by Dominique Taylor. An outfielder who has really raised some eyebrows when it comes to Royals fans and scouts alike. A kid who's hit 300 in both of the two seasons he's been in the Royals system. Dominic Taylor, selected in the 15th round of the 2013 draft, went to Idaho Falls and, of course, hit well over 300 that summer. Last year, 300 on the nose in Lexington and off to a nice start as well this year. A guy, Taylor, that can steal you a base, gets on base at a pretty good clip, defensively has plus tools, a guy who plays the game the right way and fits in exactly with what Dayton Moore and Scott Sharp and J.J. Piccolo and Lonnie Goldberg want out of their players. Exemplifies the Royals organization. And how nice is it, by the way, in 2015 to finally, uh, the last several years, be able to know exactly what your team's all about. So many teams aren't about something the Royals are, and this kid exemplifies all of that. Dominic Taylor taken out of UC Irvine, like I said by the Royals, and he joins us now on Clubhouse Conversation, currently playing for the Wilmington Blue Rocks. Dominique, first of all, got to thank you for taking the time to join us, and how are you doing, man? Uh, Pretty good, pretty good. Just enjoying uh, playing ball every day. Yeah, that's that's a blessing right there. And you're you're driving, we were just talking off the air, you're driving as we speak to the ballpark nice and early, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I sure am. I figured I should uh, get there early, get a nice workout in, and and get my mind ready for the game. So kind of take somebody through who's, you know, obviously never been a professional baseball player. You go in, you know, let's say six hours early. So you're going in for a little workout, a little jog, a little, little some weights, but not too many weights, right? Right, yeah. I mean, the biggest thing for me is uh, is to just, uh, you know, not not really a lift to get big, but kind of lift to maintain what I have just so I can, I can be uh, – It'll help me out for the for the duration of the season. Yeah, and then so you do that, and then you have probably what another three or four hours, or maybe another hour or two till BP. So what are you doing then? You just kind of hanging out in the clubhouse. You take a nap. You play some video games. What else do you do? Uh, yeah, you know, just interact with my teammates, and uh, um, you know, yeah, watch some TV, uh, eat my sub. Much it. I'm actually uh, proud of you for going for the sub route. I know a lot of guys get the Taco Bell or the McDonald's, so you're upgrading it, man. I like that. A little healthier. Oh, yeah. I mean, all, all that stuff sounds really good. Don't get me wrong. I love I love Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> love McDonald's, but uh, yeah, this sub place is actually really close to where I live, so yeah. I'll just hit that up and then... Uh, to go that'll work out good well i know you spent some time out in california too so you probably like the in and out burger am i right oh love it 
not only in California, but uh, they got him in Arizona as well. Uh-oh. Well, luckily, they don't have him down in the Carolina League, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wish they did. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you guys are currently tied for first place there with uh, with Frederick right now. And I mean, how are you liking Wilmington and the Carolina League so far? Uh, it's pretty nice. Uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, you know, just, you know our, our ballpark is you know a lot a lot bigger than than the other ones we play at. So uh, you know, it plays a lot like Kaufman. So um, you know, it's really really pushing me as a hitter to, uh, to, you know, focus on hitting line drives and, um, you know, hitting the ball in the gap and, and things of that nature. But uh, I'm enjoying it. Well, I, I know the Carolina League's obviously renowned for just being a big-time pitcher's paradise there. It's, you know, obviously challenging for hitters. Uh, now what's the biggest difference? I know you haven't been there that long, only about a month so far, but what's the biggest difference you've noticed from the Sally League to the Carolina League? Is, is, the, is the pitching a lot better? Is it noticeable, or what's the biggest difference? Um, Pitching-wise, I would say it's a, it's pretty much the same as a Sally League. The only thing different is I think the guy, I think guys have a little bit better uh, control. Um, I think also, uh, you know, they're you know they're better at you know seeing okay if, if this person swings at this pitch, you know, then they're gonna, they're going to throw it again, you know, in, in the same place type thing. Okay, so it's, it's more advanced thinking too, as much as the stuff so um now a lot of royals fans that have read your name obviously you've had two monster years and they've seen they don't have seen the stats and everything but a lot of them haven't seen you play yet so in your own words kind of describe what kind of player you are and uh, how you play the game uh the type of player i am is uh you know a guy a guy that will hit singles doubles you know but then also can, can knock the ball out of the yard and uh and also you know just just to get on base any way I can, you know, a, a table setter, lay a bunt down, get on base, and uh, uh, cause havoc on the base path, and, and allow my teammates to drive me in. Yeah, you'll you'll fit in very nicely in Kansas City someday. Then that's you know that's what like half our team does up here, which is which is great, obviously. Now. <laughs> I know you've played all three of the outfield positions. I think they have you in left mostly this year. But is there one you prefer or, or feel most comfortable in of the three? Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm playing center field right now. Uh, like, you know, ever since Bubba got called up, but uh, center field is actually my favorite. Yeah, just, just I love playing center because I get to I get to cover a lot more ground, and uh, and and it's an easy read off the bat as well. Is there a player you kind of uh, model your game after? Um, growing up, Derek Jeter is always my favorite player. Okay, all right, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. A guy full of class too. We'll take that. Um, yeah. So now I recently read, so you tweeted about your host brother Nick, which I thought was cool. So a uh, younger kid, I'm guessing, what seven or eight? Am I right about that? He's actually nine. Nine. Okay, that was close. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I know yeah, he. You, you, close enough. Yeah, I know he loves coming out to the games and watching the Blue Rocks. Now, a lot of people don't realize that host families are obviously a part of minor league baseball that many people don't know is there. So, kind of, I wanted to talk about that. Talk more about some of the host families you've had, and then you know what role do they play for you in your life and your career? Um, you know, host family to me, you know, they're really, they're almost like a second family. You know, they're. They're they're 
always there for you for whatever you need. Um, you know, they're always showing up to the games for support. And, uh, you know, when I was in Lexington, every, every road trip we went on, uh, they supplied me and, and, and some of my teammates, you know, goodie bags full of snacks for the road. Um, and also, you know, if there was anything I needed uh, food-wise, you know, they would have it for me. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's a, it, it's a perfect setup. And so you actually do, I mean, so you live with them too, right? That's very cool. That's very cool. And then Idaho Falls, I'm guessing you were in a hotel back then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that seems to be the common theme <laughs> with that. Done. Now, yeah. one other question about the host family. I mean, how do you get set up with the host family? Do you pick them or do they pick you? How does that kind of work? Um, I guess it's, you know, kind of a little bit of both. When I was in, when I was in Lexington, uh, you know, one of my teammates said, hey, man, you should, you should stay with me. You know, because he, he had already been there before. And so, uh, and so I was like, all right, yeah. So I kind of, so I kind of, uh, you know, got in that way. But, um, but in Wilmington, they, uh, my, my whole family kind of, kind of picked me. That's cool. That's, that's a cool thing. So now let's talk about, you know, you growing up and, and you, let's go way back here with you, I guess. I mean, you, you were born in Frankfurt, Germany. I know that your parents were, I believe both your parents were in the military. Um, so mm-hmm. you were born over there. How long did you actually live in Germany for? Um, I only lived there for, for about a couple of years. Um, you know, I was, I was born there, lived there for, uh, for about a year or so. And then, uh, and we moved to Texas, and then from Texas, we actually moved back to Germany, and, uh, you know, for a couple more years, and then from, from Germany to California, and California to Utah. Wow. Can, can you speak any German? <laughs> no. My, both my parents can speak it fluently. <laughs> That's so but, cool. Uh, I, could, I couldn't pick up on it. <laughs> yeah. Did they ever, growing up, like, start talking about you in front of you in a different language? You're like, what are you guys saying about me? <laughs> yeah, they did that sometimes. <laughs> Mess with you a little bit. So you settled down eventually in Layton, Utah. So I mean, how old were you when you got there? You know, for good. Um, I was I was thirteen years old when I moved to Layton, Utah. So like right before high school. Okay. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. so were your parents the ones that got you into baseball and that you know you kind of found the love for? And then who who are some of the people you credit for helping you too? Well, it's it's a funny story. We. uh you know, I've always been a fan of of Derek Jeter and, and the Yankees and whatnot. But uh, you know, I was just playing playing in the backyard with my dad. You know, he he had a wiffle ball, I had the bat, and uh, you know, he would, he would throw to me. I, I would hit it, and you know, eventually, you know, he said, "All right, when I strike you out, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go inside. We're done." And uh, and so pretty much we we had to go. Just because it was getting dark outside, huh. he couldn't strike me out. <laughs> and I mean, he would try, he would try everything. He would throw sidearm, you know, try to throw curveballs, sliders, and he just couldn't strike me out. <laughs> That's great. That's a cool story. <laughs> uh, now, mm-hmm. you, 
so you you know you I know you played some basketball in high school, point guard as well, and then you know baseball. But you went to so Northridge High School there in Layton. You were on the academic honor roll, two-time All-State selection. You won the batting title two different years as well. So you end up going to Salt Lake Community College out of high school. I mean, at, at that time, like we would think back to when you were a high school senior. Did you honestly think you had a chance to play pro ball someday, or was it just kind of one of those things where I'm going to go play community college and see where I end up D1 after that? Um. In high school, you know, I always knew I was going to play a pro ball. I didn't, I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I just had a feeling that that I was going to. And um, and actually, coming out of high school, you know, have any I didn't have any D one offers. Uh, you know, it was only Salt Lake Community College, and so then, you know, you know, God God gave me that, and then you know I took it and. Um, and then, uh, uh, and then, and then playing there, you know, got a. I was, well, I was actually drafted my, after my freshman year to the Houston Astros, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, decided not to sign. Figured I uh, go back to school, get my associates and and stuff, and then, and then, uh, and then, and then from there, you know, I, I was blessed to get a scholarship to UC Irvine. Yeah, I... and uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, uh, so 33rd round to 2011 is where uh, the Houston Astros drafted you there out of the uh, Salt Lake. I mean, was that a pretty easy choice to not sign with them, or did you kind of you know think about it and actually consider it for a while? Um, I was thinking about it. <laughs> Definitely, I mean, because it's every it's every kid's dream to play to play pro ball. Um, you know, but. At the same time, it's like I knew. Uh, I don't know. I I felt like I was I was a little too young, and you know I still wanted to to mature more as a baseball player and and as a person. And uh, you know, and like I said, try to try to get try to get my associates at least. But it was very it was very tempting. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, you end up like you, like you said at UC Irvine. I love the you know the Anteaters. By the way, I've got one of their T-shirts. I used to love their basketball team a couple of years ago with what Story and Starling or Starring or something like that. <laughs> they, had some, mm-hmm. they had some good players in that basketball team back in the day. So, but what made you choose the Anteaters then to play uh, college ball? Uh, you know what they, uh, you know they were they were in need of a, of a center fielder. My my head coach of Salt Lake Community College knew the. Uh, Knew the uh, knew the hitting coach at, at Irvine, so I kind of got my foot in the door that way. And uh, but but also you know a big thing for me was being able to play for Coach Gillespie, uh, you know Hall of Fame college coach, and uh, you know was able to learn a lot from him. And uh, and also you know being able to live in Newport Beach, you know, I couldn't beat that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt about that. Well, you might be horrified to find out that I found it's still online, dude. So you guys used to sing your like your walk-up songs. You had a little rap that you did. The step into the plate, I'm going to get my sign. First pitch I see, I'm going to hit a home run. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So I found that. like I was Googling your name to, you know, to prep everything on this stuff, and it's actually online still. I was like, oh, no, I wonder if he knows that's there. Your, your teammates probably have a heyday with that. Am I right? 
<laughs> I, I don't think they know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll be nice. I won't send them the link. But <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So you killed the verse on that, though. I got to give you some cred, you know, for knocking that one out of the park there. But you know, other than singing your own walk-up song, you know, what are your favorite memories of playing there uh, at Irvine? Um, well, actually, that that song wasn't for Irvine. I was at Salt Lake Community College. Oh, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, that's even more retro then. Okay. <laughs> Throwing it back, man. Yeah. It is TBT uh, today. No, that was yesterday. Today's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was. Yeah, that was a solid community, but. Uh, <laughs> Oh, man, that was funny. Yeah, so, but Irvine, you guys, you know, you just had a lot of fun. Living there, I'm sure, it was great. Everything went good, you know, overall. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was awesome. You know, uh, before before every game, we would do uh well, not every game, before every practice, we would do a skit. You know, so we'd have to, you know, reenact something or, you know, just just do something funny. It was, it was, always, it was always a good time. It was a great group of guys. Huh, that's kind of cool. And then so mm-hmm. the Royals end up taking you, obviously. It's the 15th round two years ago in 2013. But before we talk about draft day, so, you know, when you think back, were, were the Royals the main team that kind of were, were scouting you and showing interest? And then do you remember, like, the actual moment you first met them, or do you remember them actually watching you? Um, You know, I I didn't. Uh, you know, I, I honestly didn't know who was going to take me. Um, you know, I was – you know, honestly, I would have been happy with in, with any team taking me, but you know, honestly, it's a blessing that that the Royals took me. Um, you know, for the fact that you know, the way, you know, the, the player, the players that they draft, you know, I, like I fit, I fit that role, and uh, you know, you know, speed guys, and uh, you know, guys that have a good character. Um, you know, I, I, and and also the Royals are a small market ball club. You know they don't they don't go out and and get and get big free agents. Um, you know they really work from from within the organization, and uh, and so yeah, it's a, it a huge blessing to be drafted by the Royals. Now, what about draft day itself? Do you remember you know who who was with you, and then how'd you get the news you'd been selected? Um, my uh, my family was in town. We were in the hotel, and uh, we were watching on on the laptop. Huh. And uh, and yeah, yeah. I remember when they called me 15th round. You know, pick number 444. Uh, it was great. You know, I gave them all a hug. My grandma was was in tears. It was a great feeling. That's cool. That's that's a cool a cool story. Well, so you start your career then at Idaho Falls in 2013. You guys win a championship first and foremost, but then you you know individually you hit 322, you had an 882 OPS, 13 bags, 8 home runs. So, you know, when you think back to that summer in Idaho Falls, you know, what do you remember most? Um, I remember uh, you know, being really really excited. You know, it was the first year First year in pro ball, and uh, you know I, you know I, I couldn't wait to get it started, and uh, you know and, and having fun and, and competing. You know it was, it was it was a great time, and and it was nice because it was also close to home, so my my family got to watch a lot of games when I would go down to to play Ogden or or Orem, and uh, and Idaho Falls is actually. 
you know, three hours away from, from where I live. So on the weekends, if we were playing at home, my parents could, could go watch. Um, but yeah, it was a good, it was a good first year. How pretty is it in Idaho? I've never even been out there. Is that area just gorgeous? Yeah, yeah it's pretty nice. You know, a lot of, a lot of greenery. Um, you know, they got, they got some mountains up there. Uh, it, sometimes on off days we'd go out to the lake and just hang out. It was nice. I guess I guess you're coming from Utah though, so Utah's you know probably I actually lived in Utah for two years as a kid also, so I know that's a real pretty pretty state as well. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, I lived in you know, you know where Cedar City is at in the southern part. Cedar City, yeah, right by uh, St. George. Yeah, my dad was a professor at Southern Utah University, so I used to be a ball boy for their basketball team growing up. So I love that college. <laughs> Yeah, small world. So yeah, seriously. Yeah. So so then uh, yeah. The funny thing is, my intern at you know here at is is actually from Southern Utah University as well. So small world. I didn't even know that when I hired her. So <laughs> it all works out well. So last year you spent the season in Lexington. So lots to talk about last year. Sally League All Star. Um, you end up being the MVP in that game as well with two hits, including the go ahead hit. Although you guys ended up tying, which I don't know how you tie, but you ended up tying. Um, so how special of a night was the All Star game when you look back at it? That was that was a great time. <laughs> that was a great time. Uh, you know, it's funny because you know going into the off, I knew I knew that I wasn't playing. Uh, well, I knew that I wasn't starting actually. You know, so I was just hoping you know I I get to go in and you know get get an AB. But uh, you know, luckily I got a couple at bats, and. Uh, and uh, you know, got came up with, with a big hit, and it was it was awesome. It was it was a great time. Now I know that they do. They also give you a free recliner for winning MVP. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, where's that at? Is that with you in Wilmington or is it back home? I mean, who? Where's the recliner at? And how comfortable of a chair is it? Is the most important question. Oh no, it's back, it's back home in Utah. It actually it took a while to get there. It didn't get to my house till uh, till after the season, <laughs> but. Uh, but it's uh it's really comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it reclined it reclined so far back. <laughs> well, that's great. And they gave you some cool yeah. bat that I saw a picture. You holding up some carved in bat or something, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the all star yeah, the all star game bat. There you go. What what do they give like a like a, a car in the major leagues, but at least you got a recliner, man. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know it's funny 'cause I was I was talking about that with some of the guys, uh you know, Mike Trout gets a uh the brand new Corvette. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I get a recliner. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. I love it. I love it. So now another Lexington legend that you went to uh, the All Star game with, and I want to ask you about a few of your teammates later. But one of the guys last year was Frank Schwindel, obviously, who's had a nice year since he came in. Surprising power to a lot of people up here. You know, talk more about Frank and what he's like. Oh, Frank. We call him Frank the Tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, he uh you know, he's got a lot of pop at the plate. He's always you know, he's always looking to hit. You know, he's always he's always on that fastball. And uh and yeah, he's he's a great player. Uh, you know, offensively especially with, with twenty two bombs last year. But also defensively, you know, he's he's a he's a solid first baseman for us. 
Hmm. Now, a few more of your teammates I'll ask about in a second, but then a couple more questions about last year. So you hit the even 300 on the nose at Lexington, 790 OPS-wise, 18 bags, 7 home runs. So, you know, besides the All-Star game, when you look back to last year, you know, what sticks out most in, in the memory bank? Um, about last year, um, you know, I, I think I think for me it was, uh, you know, the fact that it was my first full season, you know, first full season, um, you know, I was really, I was really excited, you know, to, to you know, to, you know, to do well for, uh, you know, for the entire season, you know, to show that I can be consistent. Um, but yeah, you know, it was the biggest thing for me was the was to just take one day at a time, you know, take one day at a time, go out there and and, and focus on the process, always work hard, and uh, and then you know, and, and then good things will come. For sure. Now, and you've got some teammates there that I really like as far as profiling them and, and, and following them. Um, now, these, these you know, maybe aren't the top 10 prospects in the Royal system, but I wanted to ask you about a few guys who really intrigue me who I think have a lot of upside. So, first of all, tell us about uh, is it Mauricio Ra- Ramos? Is that how you say his first name? Yeah, Mauricio Ramos. Yeah, so that kid's raking right now. Talk more about him. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ramos, he, uh, you know, he, he hits where, wherever he's at. You know, last year in Lexington, you know, he swung the bat pretty well. I think he finished around around 280. But uh, yeah, he's a he's a pure hitter, and and it's funny because just like uh, just like Billy Butler, um, you know, you know Billy Butler, he met he met his wife in Idaho. Ramos also met his wife in Idaho too. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, hopefully he'll have the same footsteps career-wise too. That's great. Um, yeah. Another guy, Ramon Torres. Ramon Torres, man. Oh, he. <laughs> um, I feel like every time he he comes up to the plate, he gets a hit. You know, he. Uh, you know, he's a. <laughs> he's a pure. He's a pure hitter. Pure defensive player. You know, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure we'll be seeing him in the big leagues one day. Awesome, uh, you know the catcher that we read a lot about, both defensively and offensively, Zane Evans. Zane Evans. Yeah, he's uh, he's having a great year too, as well. But uh, you know, Zane, you know, kind of like, kind of like Frank, you know, really, really swings the bat well. Um, you know, drives the ball, and uh, and he's been he's been really clutch for us too. You know, whenever games came down to the end, you know, guy in scoring position, he's always been the one driving them in, and uh, yeah, he's been he's been big for us. Now there's another guy in the outfield with you who is a year older, I believe, but I think kind of you know same types of players. Would you agree with that, uh, Daniel Rocket? Daniel Rocket, oh yeah. Uh, played with him in Idaho. Uh, he's a great guy, great, great Christian guy. Um, you know, he's kind of he's kind of off to to a slow start right now, but you know that's fine. It's a long season. I've no I've no doubt in my mind that he'll that he'll pick it back up. Um, but it, you know, as, as far as defensively, he, you know, he 
he has a lot of range getting to the ball. And uh, he's another great player. And then two more pitchers I wanted to ask you about. So Eric Skoglund, who we talked to last year, and uh, Luis Rico. Talk more about them. Uh, Eric Skoglund, I don't, I, before this season, I didn't really know much about him. But uh, but ever since I've, I've seen him pitch out here, you know, he's, he's done a great job. You know, super, super tall lefty, um, you know, with, with a wicked slider. And, uh, and, yeah, he's he's done he's done very well for us. And uh, Luis Rico, uh, he's also another another great pitcher from the left side. Um, uh, yeah, you know, I, I played I played played with him last year. Uh, he was big for us last year, and uh, man, he's also been big for us this year too. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Now, well, the last few questions I wanted to close with, I guess, is away from the field. What does Dominique Taylor do for fun? Dominique Taylor loves going out to the movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I just watched uh, Fast Seven the other day, or Furious Seven, I guess, and uh, and that was a really good movie. I hear, I hear that oh, very emotional movie. It was, you know, it's sad, it's sad that Paul Walker, uh, you know, passed. But they, they did, they did a good job uh, for him at the very end. What's, uh, what's the best baseball movie in your opinion? The best baseball movie. I know it's a tough question. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of good ones. <laughs> um, I think Forty Two. Okay. It was a really good movie. Good selection. Have you seen, by the way, I ask, uh, especially some of the uh, Latin teammates of yours that I've interviewed, have you seen Sugar? You know, I have seen Sugar. Isn't that good? I love that movie. That and For Love of the Game are probably my two favorites. Yeah, Sugar Sugar was a great movie. And that was about uh, Dominican players, right? Yep, uh-huh, yep, Sugar, yep. Mm-hmm. Player's name was Sugar. And the Kansas City organization. So those listening right now who haven't seen that, that's definitely worth uh, picking up now. Last two questions for you. So did I read right on your Twitter? So your current girlfriend slid into your DM. Did you meet her off Twitter back in the day? <laughs> I did. I did. I met her. Um, I met her not this past spring training, but the one before that. How did that start? Like, what did she say? Just hey, what's up? That's exactly what she said. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. Yeah, she said. She said, "Hey, what's up?" And. Uh, you know, we we just started talking ever since, and uh, you know now now we're together, and you know she she supports everything I, I do on the baseball field, and uh, yeah, she's she's a perfect girl for me. That's great, man. How often do you get to see her? Uh, in off season, I got to see her quite a bit, um, and uh, she was actually just just out here a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, to so we spent. Spend some good time together. Very cool. Very cool. Well, hopefully that'll be a long-term thing, and we'll see her with you in KC someday. The last thing I got for you then is, uh, you know, what would you like to say to all the Royals fans listening right now? Um, I would like to say uh, thank you for all your support, and uh, go Royals. Yeah, I love God it. Bless. I love it. I love it, man. Well, keep keep working hard. Your you know the results speak for themselves. I know you're a guy of high character, and you'll continue to do your best and, and stay focused on the on the on the goal and enjoy playing ball every day, man. And hopefully, we'll stay in touch and talk to you for years to come. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Dave.